previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. But my dad had a whole different perspective, right? He said, so what are you going to do to top that New Year's resolution for next year? I said, I haven't got anything to top that. He says, well, you said that women are always checking to see if you're wearing the different color socks, right? I said, yes. He said, well, tell them you're not wearing underwear. See if they'll check for that. (laughs) So the dads and the moms think about it completely differently. Right. Chuck. Happy New Year, Littles! Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. First episode of 2022. That sounds so weird. It's so weird. Walking by Times Square, we saw the 2022 up on top of that building and wow. Yeah, but most importantly, New Check Registry Day snuck up on me this year says John Carter. Now, I don't even know if John Carter listens. He did not tweet that at us, but I thought that was hilarious. I couldn't agree more. Now, I'd love to know how many other littles do. Do you even know what I'm talking about, Roxy? Do you know what a check is, Roxy? Yes, I know what a check is. So (laughs) I'm this anal about my checkbook, Roxy, Uh because you know I balance my every month to the penny. And if I don't, I will sit there for an hour until I balance it to the penny. So one of my other things is every new year, I like to get a new registry, a new brand new year, brand new everything so I can keep them separate and everything like that. I'm dying to that. smart. That made me laugh. Everything you do with your checkbook is very smart. Except when I spent all the money. Is that what you're saying? No, it's just very smart that you do that. No, I just thought that when I saw that, that was hilarious because I'm curious because there were a bunch of comments on it. Of course, people are like, what's a check? Do you still write those? You know, that kind of thing. Well, we don't really write that many, though, if you think about it. No, but we've had to send checks to, more recently, wedding types. um, things like that. The rent. That's really the only one. And the rent, yeah. Is the one we do the check for Mm -hmm. every month, for sure. Speaking (laughs) of. Wait, did we forget that this month? No, we did it. No, we did it. it. We turned it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Roxy, let's get started with Save the Date. I'm very excited about this. I don't even think you saw this. But I saw it. Bob Walsh, Save (gasps) the Date. Summer of Littles? Summer of Littles for... 4.0? Just four. Just four? Just four is what (gasps) we're going with. No Uh, points? August 6th. August has a holiday. August has a holiday. It's August 6th this year, Littles. Save the date. Obviously, there will be much more information about all that, but I saw it. It got me excited, so I'm like, we're including that on the first episode of the new year. I love that. Okay. Now, if we may, I'd like to start... Well, we usually start with our emails anyway, but this one... I had to start with Littles. I'm going to try and keep this together. All I can say is how Tony reacted to the Mitch album reaction on the big show. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I'm over-exaggerating a little bit, but that's kind of how I felt when I got this email. I have to say, Roxy, I've already read this to you, but I'm going to try and read this. It says, wow, I was hoping you might play one of my bumpers so I could be a small part of the Christmas show, but I never expected to be featured throughout the whole show and get a nice plug for the North Pole radio. Thanks. I may have to amend my answer for Friday Five question number three. That could be the greatest gift ever. Oh, gonna try Chuck's and keep it tearing up right the now. The whole show was great right out of the gate, starting with the fabulous song by Joe Arrow and his super talented daughter, and the interview with Kip was also great. We now know who to lean on to get the winter weather outlook back next year. 
I guess it's too late to tell Kip about my other holiday channel, iHeart's Night Before Christmas channel. Hello, bearing the lead. We didn't even know. know about that. Where numerous celebrities read the classic poem. And of course, Santa does too. And now for some Wilbon level name dropping. Littles, this is amazing. I have previously mentioned that I have a friend who was in both Space Jam movies. He was also in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Now, we still have to watch that. We That's do. on the list. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that nobody should sing Holly Jolly Christmas other than Burl Ives. His son, Alex, is a longtime friend of mine. Where was that in your episode? <laughs> what? We went to high school together. You also mentioned Nat King Cole. Natalie Cole was a couple of classes behind me at the same high school. Although I didn't know her, I did get to see her and hear her sing way back in 1966, close to a decade before she had her first hit record, which I played when I was a DJ on the radio. Looking forward to more great podcasts in 2022, Lee Gordon. So thank you, Lee, for that. Holy wow. Yeah, holy wow. I mean... I guess we maybe we should have saved that for the five mediocre that is minutes. That's so cool. I don't know. That's well, we'll have to we'll have to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For, yeah. Okay, Roxy, are you ready to get the new year off with a bang? Oh yeah. All right. I specifically separated the emails for her to have this one for the first one of the new year. Okay. Go to All it. All right. Roxy. Here we go. This is from Ed Butt. <laughs> Once again, listening to the Tony Kornheiser show and related podcasts has made me aware of my habits to which I had previously paid no attention. One fold and then crumple. <laughs> <laughs> that is gold. All right. We're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> you fill in the blanks, Littles. <laughs> oh, so good. Now, what I also do, Littles, is sometimes when I get these emails, because I, I mean, every, I think everyone knows that I basically do all the social media. I get the emails usually. And 99% of the time, I do share them with Roxy. Of course I do. I mean, this is just as much her show. But there are those few. Well, because this one I felt really particular, because I think this was directed at you. Okay. <laughs> okay. The subject is appliances as gifts. Okay. Ed Butt writes, 49 plus years here. So this is an old pro tip. Never appliances as the main gift. Stocking stuffers, yes, but not the gift. My father-in-law once gave my mother-in-law a nice set of pots and pans. Next year, he got a vacuum cleaner. Lesson learned. (laughs) And passed on to his daughters, and more importantly, passed it on to their husbands. So, Roxy, I think you have to go shopping again. I guess so. No, I loved I loved it. It's what I, <laughs> it's kind of what I want. I, well, I've been wanting this for a long time. Yeah. So it's the thought. I just hope it works. <laughs> well, of course. We haven't, we haven't completely so we, hooked it up yet. We've been a little busy. <laughs> Hello, Cobra Kai. Anyway. Oh, is it weird, though, that I actually enjoy getting appliances? Well, I guess it depends. But he basically, it's like Tiny Chuck said, too. If it's an appliance and you're both going to use it, and it's, yeah. you know, then it should just be a necessity. Right. I mean, unless it's something really crazy. But like the mandolin, you wouldn't have even thought of. No, I wouldn't have. I mean, it actually was your idea because your dad has one and we used it and you, you said to me, oh, we should have one. So of course, boom, I put it on our wedding registry and then you're, and then my sister-in-law, my brother, like they, they they decided to go, that was smart by the way. They were so smart. smart They went to our registry because it's still up because obviously we're still going to have a big thing. Well, hopefully, hopefully in May. So they went there and that was really smart. And they decided, and he listens occasionally. So he does the, the mandolin. So I, I was very excited. Speaking of gifts, Roxy, I'd like to uh, draw your attention to my shirt on. Yes. If you could read this for us. This was a gift from my mother-in-law and yep. father-in-law. Yep. It says, that's what I do. I podcast and I know things. That's what I'm wearing right now. It's my new podcast shirt. So yep. thank you, mom and dad, for that. As I said, they, they always get it right. Yep. 
Okay, now let's talk about New Year's Eve a little bit. We actually got our annual text from the co-host who didn't come on the show. So Tiny Chuck wrote in. New Year's Eve, Ghostbusters 2, Bridget Jones Diary, movies besides When Harry Met Sally for New Year's. Okay. Maybe Godfather 2. He wrote maybe Godfather 2. I don't, <laughs> I'll have to, I don't remember it well enough. But I immediately went and, of course, had to Google or YouTube search, mm-hmm. what's it called, New Year's Eve? Yeah, so I, okay. I, no. <laughs> I, like you, read that wrong initially. It's New Year's Eve. It's a movie. Ghostbusters 2. Right, 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 right. And et cetera, et cetera. But I guess yeah. my point is, the last episode when we were like hemming and hawing over, what's a New Year's movie? Is it When Harry Met Sally? Blah, blah, all right. these. Now, here's the thing. I Googled this. I looked it up. We watched the preview and she's like, oh, I've seen this. <laughs> like, how could you forget a movie called New Year's Eve for a New Year's Eve movie? I don't know. And I mean, and it has Zac Efron in it. It so looks how great. Could I, how could I not? It looks, it's a great that. cast. It looks fantastic. Uh, so yeah, it actually, it's cute. It's one of the, I don't know. It's one of those movies where it's, you've got this all-star cast and the writing isn't that great. Well, but that happens a lot of times. But sometimes. it is yeah. cute. Yeah. That is a shame when that happens, when you have yeah. this great cast and then eh, the movie's just so-so. Mm-hmm. But we, I was totally ready, full in, to look that up, Tiny Chuck, and like use that as a perfect New Year's Eve, because we were just staying in. We decided to just stay in, we, play it what safe. What would we rate it, though? Would we rate it with like balls? <laughs> oh, how many balls are dropping? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now I'm glad we didn't watch it. Because we went all in, okay? <laughs> we had mentioned this. We were very excited. When I say we went all in, we went all in. We had a nice dinner, late dinner. It was late like dinner. six or seven, late for us. Yeah. Not New York. New Yorkers eat at like nine o'clock. We can't go that late. But we ate around seven. Yep. By the time we got started, it was probably like seven thirty, eight o'clock-ish. Mm-hmm. We put on Cobra Kai. Oh, man. We went all in. We finished we... Cobra Kai at 3.20 in the morning. <laughs> now, we did pause briefly to watch. We literally like for... Two minutes put on the ball drop. Yeah, I had no idea that that much time had passed. Yeah, I'm like, hello, it's three minutes to 12. I was so enthralled with Cobra Kai. And so we watched the ball drop. Then we went back and we finished around 3.20 in the morning. Ten episodes, right? Ten episodes. Yeah, we watched ten episodes in one night. So worth it. It was so good. It was so good. I'd say one, I'd say around the eighth episode could have just gone without. It was kind of a filler. Yeah. But other than that... Holy cow. Well, there were a couple things, couple moments where I didn't know where they were going and mm-hmm. with it and they would show it in an episode and then it would be like two episodes later before they brought us back to that topic or mm-hmm. that, yeah, you know, right. that thing. The so yeah. yeah, but everything tied together in that final episode. Oh yeah. And the best part was now I could have sworn and I swore I read this, that it was announced that season four was going to be it. And I was kind of happy because season three was kind of... It was good. It wasn't as good as one and two. And so I was fearing that it had jumped the shark, as they say. Okay. So as I'm watching season four and it's getting better and better and better, I'm like, oh, this is great that they're going out this way. It's Uh going to be good. It's going to calm it. And then. And then. There was not one, not two, probably like three or four cliffhangers. cliffhangers. Okay. And I'm like, what the hell, man? I'm like, but they can't be ending the series So I Googled it quickly. Sure enough, it's already announced season five is happening. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But I fear that. They're going to... I don't know. I rate this one like four and a half bonsai trees. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Without a doubt. No. Well, but it's. I still don't think it's as good as one and two. Seasons one and two. Mm. Definitely better than season three. Definitely better than season three. Actually, I'd probably say it goes one, four, two, Two, three. three. Yeah, I agree with that. So that would be what? A, D, B, C, right? Ah, just Uh. kidding. Just kidding, Roxy. All right. So obviously, Littles, we won't give any spoilers about it, but But four and a half bonsai trees. 
Yeah, four if, and a half bonsai trees. Yeah, yeah. So, and let us know what you think because we're we can't wait to talk more about it. I Actually, know. Roxy, I have a surprise for you. We might yeah. be asked as a guest co-host on another podcast <gasps> to specifically talk about Cobra Kai. Stop. Yeah. So I didn't want to say anything because we're not sure it's happening yet, but we'll let you littles know if that does happen. All right. So the and then watchables. No, the <laughs> I wish. Bill the Simmons. Re- yeah, the rewatchables. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe in twenty years. <laughs> All right. And then I, we love all the thank you for the warnings. We've gotten so many warnings about the mandolin. Oh, <laughs> so many warnings. We Look, no worries, littles. Basically, we've come to the conclusion that Chuck's just not going to touch this appliance. Because You've used one before, though. I have, but I'm a little scared because everyone says this one is like hardcore. This yeah. one is the real deal. It is crazy and sharp. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I've never used it. Yeah, so. but there's a protective handle. I know, but still, they say if you're not careful, you can. Anyway, we got some. Watch, I'm going to be from the one that's Oz the Great and Flavorful, Michelle Pendleton, <laughs> Vincent Baker. We heard from a ton of people saying all these kind of things like, be careful, be careful, be careful. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, Chuck here is just not going to probably handle it. I'm going to want to at some point. So, I'm sure I will. But for the short term, I'm going to let Roxy do all that. Uh, let's go to one email. I'm not going to read the whole thing, Roxy. We heard from Bob Sproul, and these are some of my favorite ones. When guests, and I do, I feel bad for those guests that came on like a year ago. Yeah. Because they didn't get the full deal, I feel like. Now, we have all these fun, dumb questions. We weren't sure what that was going to be. And so we came up with a few. But then, since then, we've come up with a bunch of other ones. Right. And I knew this was going to happen. Some guests, they'll write in and they'll say, just in case you wanted to know the answers, just in case I can't, <laughs> I, don't, I never get to come back on the podcast. This is from Bob Sproul. Greatest invention, wheels on a suitcase, especially when going through airports. Bob Nailed it. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I would never think about that. If you had to carry your suitcase. I would never be able to travel. All through the airport. I that would, would never suck. be well, they able had, to travel. That's what they had used to do back in the day. He says, my musical guest for Saturday Night Live, the Radio City Rockettes, of Aww. course. Second choice, the Beatles. Yes. What cartoon character would I be? Glenn Quagmire. I can't believe no one has said this one. Right, Chuck? And I, <laughs> yes, 100%. Glenn Quagmire from Family Guy. Jif, smooth peanut butter. Uranus jokes, hashtag always funny boxers and over Mm. so thank you bob for writing in and real quick before we get to our meet the littles guest oz the great and flavorful wrote in speaking of new year's eve he says hashtag when harry met sally is definitely a new year's movie we watch it every year as a tradition for that very reason Aw, yes. So affirmation baby roxy was right (laughs) once again and i'd hate to end this on a sour note but i don't know what the hell he's talking about but anyway we heard from eric barnes right we heard from eric obviously barnes. playing catch up <laughs> yes he says count me in with simon white chocolate is a fraud fraud what do you mean a fraud what episode was that from well, that was way back when <laughs> i don't even remember but uh, no i love it i love, we love it. it when they're catching up yeah so i don't want to end on that we're going to end on this we also heard from eric well we eric Lonergan tweeted <laughs> It's a picture of Stephen Wright, and it's a quote from him. He says, and this is based from our last guest, Pepe, the sock guy, Mm -hmm. Steve Tichere. My socks do match. They're the same thickness. (laughs) So we love that. All right, Roxy, let's get out of here. We're excited. Yes. Very excited. We've held this. Long, long, long time coming. We held this one back a little bit. Yeah. Not going to lie. This was recorded uh, quite a while ago. We wanted to save this one for our New Year episode. Don't go anywhere, Littles, because we'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. 
put down that crappy beer, Roxy, and get back to the show. California-born Copenhagen-based songwriter Brett Perkins. And this song is called I Won't Give Up on Love, and it's a duet sung with Sasha DuPont. Now, Brett says he has traveled to 29 countries so far as a performer with songs and vocals appearing on over 20 commercial releases, including a number one co-written single with Sony Denmark artist Mads Langer. Brett's also spent the past four decades developing and refining his own works while assisting others in doing the same as founder of Listening Room International Songwriter Retreats, held annually in several countries since 2002. Now, if you like what you hear, you can reach Brett at his website. It is brettperkins.com. That's B-R-E-T-T-P-E-R-K-I-N-S.com. If you want to know more about the Listening Room International Songwriter Retreat, they have a website. It is listeningroomretreats.com. We'll make sure both of those website links are in the notes. And as always, we'll play the full song, I Won't Give Up on Love, at the end Will of the podcast. share this waking mystery? Walk together, feeling found. all you loyal littles it's now time to meet the littles roxy i'm so excited so excited we knew we were in trouble i i almost always, didn't want to start this because there's so much preamble to this one we've waited over a year yeah over a year i reached out to this person over a year ago yep and the comment was i'll be your 500th guest, guest. Mm-hmm. and i said well sir we might not be around in 500 <laughs> and who knows where that's going to be but so nice enough to push that up about 400 or so yep Please welcome to the podcast, finally, Roxy, Todd Takei. Hey, Todd, how's it going? Hi, it's going pretty well. <laughs> More importantly, what are you drinking right now, or what were you drinking? I drank a Brooklyn Black Ops because that was a brewery closest to you. Nice. That's amazing. Yep. Now, I believe I actually sent from that brewery because I asked you when I wanted to buy something for Gary. I got the okay from you. That was very exciting. <laughs> uh, I, I think it was that brewery, I think, actually, now that I think about it. Because I, I, same thing, I wanted to give them something from home. Right, You know, something right. from New York. Yep. You know, something like that. So that, well, that's nice that you're doing that in our honor. So we appreciate that. So, Todd, I know you're a big listener of the podcast, and we so appreciate that. We really appreciate you finally coming on. Why don't you, as you know, we just turn it over to you. Take a second, introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Tell them something you think they might want to know. 
Oh, they, they don't want to know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if they've reached this point, they probably know something about me. I'm just a beer nerd that happens to be a long time little. Mm-hmm. And very early on, I took advantage of knowing littles in way different far-flung places on the planet. And that turned into benefits for me. And since then, it turned into like a little beer trading group yeah. of people. Yeah, well, I was going to get into that. And then there's sure. the whole other group of sending each other a box of that. Yeah. Yep. I wonder where our box of that is. I was just thinking that. I haven't heard. I kind of forgot that we did that. I mean, I didn't want to like <laughs> make people feel like they're obligated right. to pass that along. But I know it got sent along quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Jason Bullet maybe was the last one that posted a picture. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know. Maybe remember. he. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he didn't send it on. I don't know. Anyway, so Todd, take us back. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school and all that kind of stuff? I moved all over the upper and lower Midwest. My family is all from the Detroit area, so that's where I was born. And we've lived there, and we lived in Iowa, in Wisconsin, and Oklahoma. And then finally, by about the time fifth grade hit, we stopped in Arkansas. So I made it from there to Arkansas through high school and started college and went to a couple universities and then finally moved here to Lexington, Kentucky, where I have been here now since 96 so over half my life i've lived here yeah oh wow okay so this is always an interesting question well what did you study and all that stuff oh besides beer i originally wanted to get into sports journalism and i interned in high school and uh, worked for school papers and sports information departments in college but what i was good at was writing game stories and if you've noticed anything on the internet as far as sports reporting these days nobody does game stories anymore Mm. So I was doing something that was completely going to be obsolete soon, mm. and eh, I'm not that good at writing the other stuff. So oh. I, just, I just bailed on it. Oh, I see. <laughs> hey, at least you tried it. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> sad, though, when you think about it that way, because he's got a point. It's stuff like yeah. you know, photography and stuff mm-hmm. like that. If you didn't transfer into the digital world, like my grandfather owned a camera store growing up, and he dealt with, obviously, just film and I think 35 mm-hmm. millimeter was the highest, yeah. you know, when he retired. That's how old and long ago it was. All right. Well, this will be kind of an interesting when we find people that live in states where there's no real professional sports. Mm-hmm. I always find this very interesting. So now you did gr- move around all a lot when you were younger. So where, does right. you, where do your fandoms lie? I know probably you're a big college sports fan in Kentucky and all that stuff. But where, where do your fandoms lie? I am a Kentucky fan by marriage. Oh, Okay. My wife has always been here in Kentucky, and she is a bleed blue Kentucky fan. Mm-hmm. And there's no getting off of that. So I've just kind of gotten some of that by not by choice, but it's just there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my professional sports are the Milwaukee Brewers primarily and the Green Bay Packers. When I lived in Wisconsin, that was those formative years. Right. Gotcha. You, okay, sports and teams and, yeah, fandom, that all happened in Wisconsin. Yeah. I see. But cool. the ba- back then, the Badgers were so terrible that nobody rooted for the Badgers. Right. Nobody cared. So it wasn't until I started moving down south to Oklahoma and Arkansas that I, we learned about rooting for colleges. And then I kind of became an Arkansas fan because I lived there for so long. And are you a hockey basketball fan at all or not really? Hockey, no. College basketball, yes. Pro basketball, no. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's always, like I said, it's always interesting. Like, I know we've had these conversations online a couple of times about every time I bring up Lexington, you always have the, or the answer, you try to get the answer, which is fun because I haven't been in a long time. I've played there quite a few times, but you know, I know I've mentioned the Red Mile and you said that's still there, right? Yes. It got a big facelift, but it is still there. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
I'd love to get back down there somehow. I don't think I've ever been. No. And it's funny. Every time I do the drive sometimes from Nashville to Dayton, Ohio area, Mm -hmm. I always feel like I want to just take that little detour down to Lexington just to check it out or drive through it and stuff like that. But yeah, it's fun. It It was a fun time when I was there, but it's been a long time. So now let's get to the good stuff. Where and how and because you are such a strong figure in the Littles group. I mean, obviously, you were one of... old statement. Well, I, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, I don't jingle. Right. So I, I Well, it's weird, though, Todd, because you were one of the first... I think it's from your comments on Twitter and Facebook or wherever. Yeah, since I've joined, I see your name popping yeah. up all over the place. And she's not even like a diehard in the groups. No. I mean, she is in the groups now, but... I scroll through and that's about it. I, I also think it was because I butchered your name so bad. That the first time I tried to say your name and you very graciously <laughs> corrected me and just but were so nice about it. And I think we even issued you an apology on the podcast. I mean, Claire, of course, immediately texted me. My phone was like, blowing up. She's idiot. like, you're an idiot. This is how you say his name. No, oh, there's uh, our Claire reference. Yeah, <laughs> there's our Claire reference. Yeah. Well, it had to happen. We knew it was happening. But no, seriously. So, but I was trying to reach out to you right away. And because I feel like there's a lot of people that would like to meet you. You were, you were one of the more intriguing littles that I, from day one, I was like, I just want to know more about him. I want to know where he came from, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so where did this all start for you as far as your littleum and Little stuff dumb. like that? Littledom. I knew about Tony Kornheiser from sports reporters prior to him having the national radio show. Okay. And then I guess... The radio show came into our area, I want to say, 98. Wow, that's or, quite a ways before PTI. I'm surprised, actually. So, I mean, that show, it was before the emergence of the internet show, I think. And then the internet show happened, and I didn't have access to internet back then enough at yeah. wherever I was working to right. listen to that part of it. Right. So that went on, and I listened to him up until he left and got replaced by Cowherd. Who's a terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible person? And wow, tell us how you really feel. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember that Tony, when he signed off, he said, "Give the new guy a shot." Uh-huh. So I said, "Okay, I'm going to give the new guy a shot." And listen to him for the first few months, and that was through the NBA playoffs. And Cowherd's position was the Lakers have to win this championship. Stars beat team every single time. Bank on it. Now they played the Pistons. Oh. Do you remember what happened in that series? No, I, this which... was Larry Brown's team. Oh, okay. He was such an adamant asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that it was like, yeah, I'm done with this guy. Right. Yeah. But then when he went to satellite, I didn't have satellite, and I wasn't yeah. aware of what was going on there. And then eventually, I became aware that hey, there was on, he was on a show that was podcasting. Hmm. So that's when I got an iPod to start downloading the podcast mm-hmm. to listen to it at work. So then the whole podcast delay issue came up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were listening then. Yeah, no, I did not ever experience that, luckily. I came in later after that. But I hear, you know, I... The stories just crack me up. Since we're on a Littles podcast, and hopefully maybe somebody will listen to this that knows the answer, I want to know who was behind Same Day Tony. Meaning? I wonder if that story can come out now at this point. Oh. Because there was a website called Same Day Tony. Oh, and they had the podcast was delayed 24 hours. Right. Mm-hmm. 
same day Tony released it when it was supposed to be released the same day. Oh. oh so he would record it off the radio and then, or she? And... No, no, no. Oh. This was better quality than that. It was like coming out of the studio. Oh. It was like somebody had the file that was being held and they just released it. Whoa. Wow. Interesting. Wait, that would be some major dirt. Yeah, right? I love that. And so you would go to that website and listen to it? So you'd go to that website and you'd download the podcast off of there. Oh. Or you or you could just listen to it off the website. And was there and any was, advertising it, behind it? Oh no. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Well that's what I was like. <laughs> you just kinda had to know about it. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. All right. I'm littles. intrigued. Who is it? And I'm sure the people on the Hecka's website know way more about it than I do. Right. But then I also there was an app I found that would like record a radio station in fifteen minute chunks mm. and then repost it within fifteen minutes. So I could use that to actually listen to the show directly okay. over the radio. Gotcha. Oh. And that's how I got to learn about the eight seven seven cars for kids ad. Right. <laughs> you know <about> that. <laughs> and then did you ever get to chatter and stuff like that? Jingle Fest, any of those? Uh, I've been to two, four, and five Jingle Fests. Oh, okay. I've been to three of them. And I did get to go to Chatter once. When we come to D.C., it's going to Jingle Fest stuff and then going to hit breweries. I see. (laughs) Well, obviously. Obviously, which we're going to get to in a second because you can stick around, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Because we're going to get all into that that's in a, a second. good segue. The, yeah, that's a great segue. <laughs> You've been doing this a long time, I bet. You just tired. <laughs> all right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. Hey, Sully gets to do one of these, so I want to, too. This is Garrett Schumann in Ypsilanti, Michigan, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. And we are so fortunate, Roxy. Yep. I have a little surprise for our guest. We are here with who? Todd Takei. We are here with Todd Takei. Now listen real carefully. Ready? Did you just take a cap off a bottle? I sure did. (laughs) In honor of you, sir. Now I'm a little disappointed in myself. I'm going to call myself out. Because I did not think to like stop on the way home and get some really exotic kind of beer I've never even heard of. Mm -hmm. So I'm going with an old standard. Even I don't think even Sully can completely make fun of me for this. But I'm just having a Blue Moon Belgian White in your honor while we're recording here because... Uh, no orange. It's Todd Decay. No orange. Roxy's <laughs> not going to have one. She had a rough day. So. Oh, no. I Well, not rough. Just hot. Just hot. It's a hot day. So, so she's need, drinking I'm, water. I but, need to hydrate with real hydration. All right. So I'm going to take <laughs> yeah. a sip of beer as you tell us. Now, Littles, as we say, when we take a break, we take a break. So Todd was a little parched. So I told him to go get a drink. So we went to go get a drink. And what'd you come back with? You said it's really good. Go ahead. It's a, a new Glarus Wisconsin Belgian Red. Ooh. Their cherry fruit beer. Ooh. Interesting. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the movie uh, Joe Pesci with honors? Yeah. I'm familiar with the name of the movie, but I don't uh, think I ever saw that one. I firmly believe he was not nominated for an Oscar only because it came out in May, which is like minutes after the Oscars happened. So by the next year when they were doing the nominations the following February, everyone just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend that movie. There's a scene there, though, where he's doing a radio show and they're like pouring glasses of wine and they're just chatting. And I just feel like that's this, which is fun. <laughs> so let's cheers. let's cheers. Let's dive into this, though, because everyone knows you're the official. I forget what we called you. Beer well, connoisseur. I'm not, I'm not official because that one dude on the show 
No, I said the title. I said our show. Okay. Our podcast. I'm I'm not speaking for the big show, of course. Now some other schmo try oh, maybe he's a listener to this too. I don't know. <laughs> some other guy tried to like take some fancy title on the big show and we were all like the littles. I've never seen them lose their shit quicker. Like they were like, I'm sorry, what? Who are you? No, I don't think so. So as I said on ours, I think I th- think we just called you the official beer connoisseur of the Loyal Littles mm-hmm. podcast. So where did this all begin? Because it opened a new world, I feel like, for you with Littles and you're sending beers all over the country. And it's just truly. And I have some questions about that in a second. I don't want to get you in trouble, but let's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I, I understand. I, I know where you're going with that. question. Uh, OK. All we'll, right. We'll, so. All right. We'll ready t- to get to it. We can get to it. OK. Well, okay, tell, I'll tell you the beginning. Yeah. Go go from the beginning. We went on a vacation in oh, 2011, 2012 back to Wisconsin and it was the first time I'd been back to Wisconsin since I moved away in 82. Wow. And this kind of ties into a little bit that in 82 when I moved away that was the year the Milwaukee Brewers went to the World Series and I was oh. a Milwaukee Brewers fan. Right. And this was like way before you could watch just any game anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one game on on Saturday and you might hope that your team was on that channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not very often were the Milwaukee Brewers going to be on that channel. Yeah. So I was living in Oklahoma in the middle of St. Louis Cardinals country when the 82 World Series happened and Milwaukee lost to the Cardinals. And I was the only Brewers fan that I knew. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. You said that real quick. And I, so I think was stranger right, to strange land. There. Well, I remember because I talked about my first game ever was at Yankee Stadium seeing the Brewers were in town. So, you know, a lot of people don't remember they used to be in the American League. Yeah, my first game was earlier that season in 82 when the Oakland A's came to town and I got to see Ricky Henderson steal like three bases and the A's beat the Brewers. And I don't even remember that might have been before, geez, I want to say Bamberger was the manager. It got fired and replaced by Harvey Keene. Right. And then they became Harvey's wall bangers and went on to win the American League pennant. Now, can I have a quick question off topic for a second? But going back to Ricky Henderson, now, did that make it worth it going to see that game? Even though your team got probably killed? Looking back on it now, absolutely. Yeah. Because that was also the year that Ricky Henderson set the stolen base record. Right. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Because that happened to me not too long ago, actually. I'm trying to remember which game. We were in Toronto doing a show. And so I went to it. The Red Sox were in town. So I have to go. And we got killed. I mean, it was so embarrassing. It wasn't even a playoff. But Frank Thomas hit three home runs that night, I think. And so it was like a, a historic, I forget where he broke some record in that game. And I was like, well, I guess for here, you know, at least we saw some history being made, even though if it right. wasn't for our team. But right. uh, but that was the year we won the World Series. So that was, uh, okay. So that was 2007. It was back in 2007. Anyway, okay. So beer, Milwaukee or Wisconsin, right? Yeah. So okay. we'd gone back to go see a Brewers game. And it was the first time I'd seen a Brewers game in Milwaukee since 82. Once in a while, if they were playing down in Cincinnati when they are in the National League, we'd go up there and see mm-hmm. them because it's much closer. Right. Sure. But so we were back there and we were at a restaurant in downtown Milwaukee and my wife said, hey, give us a local beer. So the waitress comes back with a new Glarus spotted cow, pours that. It's just a very basic cream ale. Okay. There's nothing really special to it unless all you know is macro beer, Budweiser, Miller, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So she takes a sip of that and she goes, oh, that's really good. And she hands it to me and I take a sip of it and I said, you know what, that's actually pretty good. So we start peppering this waitress about what's this brewery New Glarus. And the poor waitress is young, doesn't know anything. <laughs> she says, well, they're at the brewery here in the state, and they've got a bunch of different beers. Okay, good enough. So yeah. we start going to, like, liquor stores and grocery stores in Milwaukee, buying up some diff- just different ones to, tr- to try them. We don't know anything about beer. Hmm. I don't know why we were buying so much beer. <laughs> 
And they're all just different, right? You didn't find one you like, and you just stay with that one. We're up in Wisconsin, and New Glarus only distributes their beer in Wisconsin. Okay. So once you leave the state and go back to Kentucky, I can't get any of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is really before craft beer had happened in our town Mm -hmm. here in Lexington. So we don't have any idea what's going on. So we're buying all these different, whatever the name on it is, we'll buy a six pack of that. It's not that expensive. Mm -hmm. Most of them are like, it were like eight, nine bucks a six pack at that point. Not obscene. Right. Like it is now. (laughs) Especially in New York. In New York, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So doing that, and we were touring Wisconsin, visiting the places I lived as a child. Nice. On this vacation, mm-hmm. and find out that along this path of visiting these places, this New Glarus brewery just happens to be along the way. Mm. Ah. It's like, hey, what the heck? Let's go over there and see it. We've never been to a brewery before. We don't have any idea what's going on. And get there, and it's one of the most beautiful places you've ever been. And it's probably the most beautiful brewery in the United States. Oh, if somebody cool. wants to argue with me, they can argue with me. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> I could be wrong, but it's way up there. It's like, it doesn't look like a brewery. It looks like a dairy farm on top of a hill mm. over just nothing but country, the countryside. It's really rural out there. Nice. Okay. So if you're from the highway, you look up there and say, it looks like a giant barn. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's just how they constructed the building over their brewery, which is one of the top 15 or 20 breweries in the United States. And again, they only sell beer in Wisconsin. Right. All the other breweries in the top 20 sell their beer in multiple states, 20, 30, 50 states. Hmm. Interesting. So that means Wisconsin people drink a lot of beer. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need to expand, essentially. Yeah, no. And it's uh, family owned and they're not looking to sell out at all. Right, right. And so how did this turn into the whole Littles thing? Well, we start getting more into craft beer beyond that you know come back to lexington find out there's also people here that live in lexington that are into craft beer and they're not littles so we're doing all that and i start finding out and it's like there's a style of beer we encounter called an english barley wine really rich high alcohol dessert like and one of the best ones we encounter comes from this little brewery of anchorage alaska ah. mm. so maybe you know where this is going yeah, yeah. no idea no. <laughs> So five, six years ago, they post on Twitter, this brewery, Anchorage Brewing, hey, we're going to sell this barley wine, and you have to be here at the brewery to get it, and there's not many bottles of it. So just on the lark, I tag Anita on Twitter and say, hey, what are you doing that day? And Anita says, nothing. It's like, can you run by this brewery and pick this beer up for me? So she's like, okay. Hashtag Littles Helping Littles. Yeah. Yep. And she goes and she gets it and we go through the process of getting it to me. We can talk about that later if you want to. (laughs) And it gets here and it's amazing. Yeah. It's when I tell my friends that I got this bottle, it's so high level nerd alert. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. That everybody's drooling. They want to try this. They want to try this. They want to try this. We open it and we try it. I had a whole bunch of people over here to try it. And everybody hands down says that's the best barley wine we've ever had. Wow. So I go back to Anita and I message her and I say, so thank you so very much for all that help you did for us. And she goes, I've got another one. You want it? Ooh. <laughs> of course she does. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so she sent me another one and we did the same thing. I had a bunch of other people over I knew that had never had this and everybody thought the same thing. 
So then I wrote, that was the first letter I got read on Tony's show is when I wrote in to just throw tons and tons of praise on Anita. Oh, wow. That's great. Now, I mean, we don't have to go into full. Well, first of all, I feel bad because you're telling this great story and we almost could have had the same story. But you randomly messaged me one day and you were like, hey, how close are you to this brewery in Brooklyn? And I we were I think we weren't even in town. I think unfortunately, yeah. I think we were out of town or something. So I was mm-hmm. like and you said it had to be that day or something. It yeah, like it was uh, they were just selling it. It was this particular day they were releasing this new something. I don't remember something like that. So I feel bad. We could have had the same kind of connection, but that's okay. You have this with Anita. That's fantastic. Now, Chuck here didn't realize how difficult it was to send beer. <laughs> Through the mail. <laughs> Through the mail. I tried three different places, couldn't get it done. And so I, we don't have to go into detail, but I, I will say this. I, you were the first person I thought of because I knew you do this all the time and yeah. you were very helpful. That's all I'm going to say into how to get my mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. That's all. And that's all we have to say about it, right? Unless, yeah, you, the, the, unless you want to go into the, detail. Let's just say this to anybody. The less you say about what you are sending to someone, the better. <laughs> okay, well, now you're throwing yourself any, under the for bus. For anyone so. listening, that's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And if you are absolutely backed in a corner and you are somebody that absolutely cannot tell a lie... <laughs> What you say is, I'm sending someone yeast samples. Yeast samples? Okay. Yes. That's a good way to... Okay, fair enough. Because what makes beer? Right, yeast. yeast. Of course, yeah. Yeah. And you're not so lying. You're not, you're not telling a lie. That's clever. And it's scientific enough that most people would just kind of drop it there. I love science. <laughs> Yeah, but right. the people behind the counter are just going to be like, whatever, just yeah. here, give me the yeah. box. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Good to know. It's also good to have a label on your box before you arrive. Yeah. Sure. So that way you can just hand it to them and say, I'm done. Yeah. And they'll say, here, thank you very much. Yeah. Right. I don't, you're like, True. oh, do you need a receipt? Nope. Just here, send it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's yep. already paid for. Yep. Yep. Prepaid label. Yeah. That's, that was the other very good advice you gave me. So yeah. So I thought you'd be honored though. No, because I know you do this all the time. I'm like, what the hell, man? Yeah. I'm like, I can't. Three <laughs> you were trying places to play by the rules. Box. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, that's what I get for playing by the rules. All right. Well, Todd, believe it or not, we're running out of time here. Now I know, you know, it's coming and I hope you're okay with this. You know, we do have our fun, dumb questions for you. I have one. I might not have any good answers. Oh, I know. That's okay. We've pre-selected a few for you. No. So oh, okay. Go ahead, Ron. <laughs> okay. So you're into the craft beers now. What was your go-to beer before you started on the craft beers? I hadn't had beer in about 15 years. Whoa, okay. really? Yeah, but what was your go-to beer? Was there Sam Adams back then, Roxy? Probably not. I'm sure no, there was. <laughs> back then... I was uh, one of those uh, college binge drinkers, which mm-hmm. is why I stopped drinking. Yep, yep. Now, what's kind of funny is I actually have, I still have an unopened bottle of one of the last beers I had when I lived in Arkansas. Really? Oh, neat. That Someone gifted me these, I don't even know if you, Chucky might remember this, Pete's Wicked Ale. Of course. They were like Sam Adams. They did the like seasonal variants and stuff right, back then. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, somebody gave me uh, four different six-packs of Pete's Wicked, the seasonal stuff. And well into the craft beer thing, my wife piped up, you know, there I think there's a six-pack of beer laying in a cupboard somewhere. I said, what? <laughs> so we go digging in this cupboard and find this old six-pack of beer that I'd kept from that case of beer that the guy gave me. And I, they were kind of cool-looking labels, and I just kind of set them up on as decorations mm-hmm. because I was a 20-something back then. So that's kind of what you do for decor in your apartment. Yeah. Sure. 
and I'd put them back away and I just left them and as I traveled and come to Kentucky and whatnot. And so, yeah, it was like maybe three or four years ago that we pulled those out and we started opening them and drinking them. Did they, they taste good? Again? No, they're not good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, 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 they're not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I have one of them left that's unopened. And anytime that there's people over and gets talking about drinking old, nasty beer, I've pulled one out and like opened it. So let's try this. Oh, fun. And it's between, well, I could drink this if I had to. And no, we got to dump this out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Now you ready for the hardcore questions? Or, I mean, she just got you warmed up there. <laughs> No, because I mean, we inquiring minds want to know. I, w- I would love to know how far this has to go. So, are we talking like, what would you rather drink, a Sam Adams or Milwaukee's Best? Sam Adams. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's a start, Roxy. Yeah. All right. So where would it have to go? What's the next level above Sam Adams? What's the next level above Sam? You know what Adams? I mean? What kind well, of? Well, because Roxy keeps <laughs> getting all this shit about drinking Sam Adams. Yeah, so I'm trying to I stick don't up. Think it's that bad. Bit. There are certain varieties of Sam Adams that are perfectly acceptable. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Right. Utopia's is one of them. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I've had I don't that. Know that one. I don't know. If, have you talked about that one on this podcast? No. The, no. Bo- the bottle of Sam Adams beer that's about two hundred and fifty dollars. What? No, definitely have not. Nope, definitely no. have not. Don't give Roxy any ideas here, guys. <laughs> no, you could probably go to one of your nicer bars there in New York City and mm-hmm. ask them for a taste of Utopias, and they'd have a bottle behind the bar, and they'd let you have it. Interesting. I'll have to try that. I mean, you'd pay, you'd pay probably like 20 bucks an ounce. but yeah. Right, right. Wow. I didn't know Sam Adams had a beer that prestigious. It's, it's a heavily, heavily distilled and barrel-aged liqueur that clocks in at about 27 28%. Whoa. Wow, that'll put Roxy off for the night. <laughs> One sip, I'm yeah, right. done. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Okay, good to know. You know, their their Oktoberfest is not bad. I like Oktoberfest. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a big Sam person either, honestly, but I feel bad because she's getting a lot of shit from Sully about it. So. I don't care. I still love it. <laughs> good for you, Roxy. <laughs> Can't right. change me. Well, and now, Todd, we have just the basics. I mean, are we talking crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Crunchy, almost right. always. Yeah. Smooth only in Buckeyes. Uh, if you're cooking. Ooh. Do you know what those are? Of course. Now, okay. Okay, this is very funny. If you put crunchy peanut butter in a Buckeye, that would be just atrocious. Atrocious. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And this is exactly where I'm going with this. See, th- I almost went to the dark side. What did I say last? It was like three episodes ago. I said I might actually, I can't imagine this being anything but smooth peanut butter on this. I can't remember what we were talking about, Roxy. But that's a perfect mm-hmm. example. And if you don't know what Buckeye balls are, talk to Roop, talk to Tony. They'll hook you up. But yeah, they, the Ohio people can hook you up. Oh, yeah. They're, my mom used to make them, and I used to love them. But you're right. I cannot even fathom having crunchy peanut butter in those. So that's a good one. What do you got? Who would play you in a movie of your life? Ooh, I like that question. Oh, people are going to hate me if I answer this one. Why is that? Because back in the day, 20 plus years when I was young and had hair, (laughs) people said I looked like Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Okay. That's a good one. You know, I don't understand You know, like Point Break era Keanu Reeves Mm -hmm. and me. Now, he was way more athletic and... Tall and yeah, but just kind of the olive skin and yeah, yeah. I don't understand the hate. I really don't. I wasn't a big Matrix guy, honestly, but the new one looks semi-interesting. Isn't Neil Patrick Harris in it? I'm interested in the new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might be. I don't know. Roxy's never seen him. I don't think. I haven't. So we might have to go back. But I know that scene where he like. It's almost like just watch the first one and really don't worry about the next two, and then yeah, Yeah, maybe just jump to the new one. No, but I got to be honest. I was a big Speed fan. 
Everyone made fun I of him for that movie. movie. Yeah, I did too. I've and, seen parts of that. And even the second one, I, obviously, it's the typical. It's not as good as the first one. I never but, saw the second one. Yeah, but I mean, it, people were like knocking on him for his acting and stuff. And I don't know. I just never understood the hate. I mean, I'm not saying he's the best actor in the world. And I'm not saying he should have gotten an Oscar or anything like that for it. But he was taking a lot of shit for that movie. I never his understood. Speed and Point Break were two completely under the radar action movies that nobody really knew about until they hit. Yeah, no, it's true. It's like the summer speed hit. Nobody really gave a sh- shit yeah. about it. Yeah. Like you said, Keanu Reeves in an action movie. Right. Got, nah, whatever. Yeah. Then you go see it and realize, oh, that was really good. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's go here now then. Uh, let's do Saturday Night Live. You're hosting. Who would you like to introduce as your musical guest? Diane Kruger effect. Absolutely. Uh, nice. They haven't been. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. I forget. It was the Steve Lipton, maybe? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Who, uh... Well, they're too busy doing, like, Berserker I know. Okay, I would love <laughs> to... Things distracting them from, like... Let me tell you something. Music. I would love to deep dive into that. I wish... If I knew this was going to air after the football season, I would deep dive in more. But, again, <laughs> you can't hear this, probably, but, but that's for them. <laughs> These guys, if you knew I... half of what they do behind the scenes for this Berserker it's League. crazy, but it's amazing. I mean... It's way too much. It's <laughs> Whatever they're doing is way too much. I just don't... I don't understand. I really don't. I, I listen to the podcasts. Oh, you do? I haven't... Yes. I, I haven't listened to all of them, but we're just... Where I, they literally seems like Rob is not aware of what's going on in the <laughs> league, supposedly. <laughs> well... Let me tell you. That's hilarious. I mean, I, I wish we could go into this more. We'll go into this more in about like three or four weeks when yeah. the season's over. Because we'd like, we're going to do a recap of all the fantasy stuff, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But bravo to those guys. The one thing I'm most thankful for this season, Roxy, is that we decided not to do that. Because. Yeah. That would have been. Cow. Oh my gosh. Well, that, we would have been that, in that's over why our I heads. Won't do it. Yeah. You have that's, to be all in. And these guys like Sully right. and uh, I'm trying to think who else that I know is diehard into it. Uh, it just amazes me, and they're all in, and you have to be in this league. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't say this to deter people but from it's doing not, it. It's not like uh, just all in because you're a fantasy football geek. It's all in because you're insane. Yes. <laughs> because it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with fantasy football. Yeah. It's, right, right. I, that's what I mean. I just, yeah. Well, when they first started talking about it, I'm like, I could never be a part of this. But then I think Sully was the one that went into, well, you don't really have to know anything about Well, that's sport. why some people like it. Because there's yeah. people out there that want to, they, they get all this fantasy stuff. They want to yeah. be involved. They want to get involved. Mm-hmm. But they don't know anything about football. So who, I, we were in, I, I feel bad. After 100 people, it's hard to, it's hard to remember, keep track. keep track of all these interviews in my head. But somebody was saying how that's why he got involved. Because he's like, oh, this is for me. I know nothing about football, but this is a fantasy league for guys yeah. like me that mm-hmm. have nothing to do with football. And, and you uh, have like infinite amounts of time to dedicate to studying not fantasy football. Right. Right. <laughs> and players, family. I mean, because like and... hunting the internet for video clips of a player that's on a roster so you can use him on your team. Right. That's extreme. <laughs> and must have 15 letters in their last name. No less. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Scrabble week. That's just, just... Oh, my God. Now, see, I don't know, Todd. You seem like you're a pretty big fan. I think maybe you should try this because you know about the weeks. It's just because I listen, but I yeah. wouldn't be able to dedicate yeah. that much intense competitive energy towards right. it. Exactly. I'd end up stabbed in the back by everybody. Oh, not, oh, not just no. someone that sells merchandise. 
Yeah, not just the Swagmaster. <laughs> All right. Oh, I wasn't going to say his name. I, you know, I didn't want to throw anyone under the bus here. But throwing people under the bus, that should be a new segment. Ah. Oh, I like oh. it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh giving, us giving us ideas. Watch out, Littles. <laughs> Todd, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, is there a little or a big that you want to take a shot at? Just go ahead and All right. take 60 seconds and let rip at him. I don't <laughs> 60 seconds. Wow, that's a long 60 time. 60 seconds. All right. <laughs> this actually could be fun. All right, we'll think about that. It'd be, it'd be fun if I like was angry at Sully for something because he'd be the best one to come back at you. Well, we're angry oh, yeah. at Sully all the time, yeah, so yeah. that would work out If you out saw perfectly. our off-air <laughs> messages back and forth, you'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. Well, if we do this, we might have to have you back on real quick for five mediocre minutes, Todd, so you can be our... We have to come up, name it or something. Yeah. But, Todd, this has been fantastic. I knew it would be, but and I'm enjoying this beer, so thank you for getting me off the ledge and having a beer while I'm doing one of these. This is great. Um, take a second. Can we plug anything for you how can we you're on twitter i know that tell everyone how we can find you and reach out to you i'm tooth decay on twitter that's my favorite and i'm also name. on yeah, facebook it it's roxy's favorite yeah oh that's because in junior highs one of my friend's moms gave me that nickname that's because really it's, helped. it's basically a mnemonic yeah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah oh it t- helped totally helps understand me. how to pronounce my last name yeah. yeah absolutely all right so find him over there todd this has been fantastic as an homage to the big show we'll get you out of here on this over or under? Over. Ah, you paused though. You sure? Uh, it's one thing. I just always forget which one it is. When <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop and think, is which one would the cat destroy? It's over. Right. Yeah, so right. That's, that's the one. Yep. That's All it. Right. <laughs> We don't have a cat to destroy anything, so that's not an issue here. Yeah, right, right. right. Exactly. All right. Thanks again, Todd. We really appreciate the time. It's been really nice. Okay. Hopefully, the check will be in the mail. Okay. Well, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. This is Michelle from Houston. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. And now back to Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Todd. So worth the wait. Yes. So worth the wait. So much fun. And I knew it'd be a great time. Yeah. That's all I can say. So thank you. We really appreciate it. He didn't make us wait till 500. Right. Now, Roxy, you know, we like to jump right in at the start with emails and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But we probably should have started with this. Now, John Madden passed away last week. Yep. And we didn't touch that because we knew Tony would. We yeah. knew the big show would approach as they did and Will Bond and they talked all about it. And we couldn't do that justice. I mean, hello, I grew up on Madden, video games and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I know what it was like. But, you know, there's been so many other deaths. And then we couldn't let this go without acknowledging Betty White. Uh, she was my favorite golden girl. Yeah. I want to be Rose Nyland when I grow up. <laughs> Her, just everything about who she was as a person is somebody that I look up to and I think many of us look up to. You found a tweet or a meme or maybe that was, maybe it was my mom said something about she will get like all the toasts. Oh, at New Year's Eve. At New Year's Eve. Like she couldn't have planned that better for herself. (laughs) Just like her comedy. That's what they were saying. Just like her comedy. The timing was impeccable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sucks. Like she was so close to her hundredth and that was such a big goal. Hello, people's Um, magazine jinx. Right, I right. I mean, that cover was just so great, and I was looking so forward to it. Oh, I guess when it's it. your time, it's your time. Yeah. And, you know, she she always lived life to the fullest and as if it was her last day. And even up until the end, she was cracking jokes, and yeah. I'm pretty sure she made well, some. Well, there was that Super Bowl, that Snickers commercial just <laughs> two or three years ago. Yeah. That's just amazing. Just so, so. such an incredible human and person. Yeah. I, I just, I'm still in shock. Yeah. R.I.P. 
All right, Roxy, now let's get into our Friday Five. Yes. Now, before we start this, we feel bad for this person, and I, wanna, I, I need <laughs> to say this. No, no, this is important, because last week, we recorded before the Friday Five came out, mm-hmm. okay? Now, we knew Eric Lonergan had something up his sleeve. He yep. always does, yep. okay? And we didn't know what it was, though. Thankfully, he was very sweet and got us the questions a little early, mm-hmm. but obviously we didn't know what was accompanying said questions, right. okay? So we just acknowledged, oh, nice job out of you. You did a really good job. Blah, blah. Okay, we have to do this because we did not do it justice. I mean, Littles, I know this is old news, but we wanted to wait till the next Friday Five to acknowledge this. Bravo, Eric. Those... I, I'm I'm almost speechless. Now, I'm guessing most of you have seen this. It was all based on the Christmas Carol and all that stuff. Yep. Absolutely amazing. Bravo. I, I mean, was so I, excited I got like pretty much all the references. I mean, I'm just, you make us speechless every time you throw something new out there. Mm-hmm. And it's so great. So now that brings us to this poor chap <laughs> who had to do this week's Friday <laughs> Well, he acknowledged that right out of the gate. He was like, oh, I'm screwed. And we understand that. And it's cool that he rolls with the punches. And that is... Brendan in Jersey. Our dear friend. You yes. Know. I love that he added an office meme. And it's Andy Bernard. I know the episode. He's on his roller skates at the roller rink. And it says, no hits, deep tracks only. Right. <laughs> so good. So here we go. All right. Question number one. What's your favorite local musical act that never made it or otherwise unsigned if you never had a local music scene? Perhaps a band you saw during college or military service? Describe them. Well, I'm going to steal yours. Mine? Well, I assume it's yours. I'm going to go with Bonfire Falls. Oh, yeah. It's one of our favorite bands here. Locals. We've played them actually on the podcast before. We haven't played them in a long time, Mm -mm. but... They've been on a couple times as our musical guests. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just a good time. Yeah, love them. What do you got? Well, I like them too, so I'm just going to go right to the bonus question. Oh, right. We had bonus questions with all these. Yeah, which is, did you ever see a major musical act before they hit it big? Where and when? So I actually never saw this person, but Ingrid Michaelson made her start at the Wagner College Coffee House. I can't think of anybody. I yeah. mean, except a, like a Broadway mm-hmm. star. But you'd probably hear, you'd probably know if you heard a song um, of, her. of hers. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, for me, I yeah, sure. I've seen some Broadway actors who started in like the ensemble and then they're right. Broadway stars, but I'm not counting that. No. You know, I mean, yeah. So yeah. anyway. All right. Number two, what's a short lived or otherwise discontinued snack and or drink that you wish had never left? Dunkaroos. What? Dunkaroos. No, they're still around are they Um, no they've been gone forever then they're back so yeah no just the other night roxy i was shopping i almost bought you saw dunkaroos not only did i see dunkaroos because i saw those second i almost bought dunkaroos cereal okay not the cereal the actual no i know no no no, i know and so that's what made me think of it and as i was walking further down the aisle they had the little cups or the little trays whatever well chuck my birthday's coming up in about that's like buying you an appliance for your birthday (laughs) Dunkaroos. I love Dunkaroos. All right, real quickly, I'm going to go with, uh, we've talked about it on the podcast a long time ago. It hasn't been brought up again. Coke 2. <laughs> I'm sorry. Coke 2. Did you know there was a blue Pepsi? A blue Pepsi? Apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, I did see that. Just making sure. All right, what's the next one, Roxy? All right, number three. What's a movie that isn't a part of the general audience canon, but if it were up to you, it would be? Oh, that's mine's easy. What's it's that? It's got to be Beach Street. 
Beat Street, the king of the beat. I, I say, say rocking that, that beat from across the street. The street. And uh huh. Beat Street is, is a lesson, lesson too because uh, you can't, can't let the streets beat you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Littles, look it up. Great soundtrack as well. It's actually a really good story. It is. There's a love song. You've from made it. me watch it, yeah. and it's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good story, yeah. but it is about break dancing and ra- uh-huh. it's it's kind of like breaking. It's not breaking two, I swear, but I think it's better than those that franchise. This was only one movie. I think it started it all. All right, Roxy, what do you got? Well, you're all gonna laugh at me, but what? <laughs> They're not laughing at Beach Street right now after <laughs> what we just did. Well, I'm gonna say Irving Berlin's Carefree. Oh. It starred Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. And it's one of their lesser known, it wasn't one of their more popular movies, right. but it is actually one of my absolute favorites of theirs. Now, only a few songs are known, Change Partners. Um, that was nominated for an that Oscar. That was nominated right? for an Oscar. That was in our show, the show I just did. Yep. yep. The Yam. Oh, that's from one it too? Of my, oh, I yes, didn't realize. Yes, The Yam oh, is yeah. from it. But also, Fred Astaire has an incredible scene where he's at the driving range and he's tapping his toes, tap dancing, literally tap dancing while he's hitting golf balls on the driving range. Oh. It's so cute. Well, there you go, It's Littles. so good. Like, I want to go to the driving range and be like Fred Astaire. How come Tony doesn't talk about that on the big show? I know. It's I pretty know. great. All right. Number four. <laughs> what's a pop culture quote that meant means something in your house but you've never heard anyone else reference it. Well, I've heard a lot of people reference it anyway, but I'm just going to say it because it's great. That's what she said. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so pretty much anything from The Office. Yeah. But it is very popular. I declare bankruptcy. I don't know all of them. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, That's Roxy, what she said. Roxy and I use that a lot. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then I have one for the bonus question. Actually, it was in The Office as well, but that's mm-hmm. not where it's from. Mm-hmm. And that's the, what was the, uh, how was it worded? What's a pop culture quote you never need to hear again? That's easy. What's up? What's up? I fucking hate that. <laughs> I mean, I hated it in the movie, and I didn't. I don't even think I watched that whole movie. Uh-huh. I watched it when it was like on HBO or something. My brother and, and I used to do that a lot. Yeah. Oh, it must have drove your parents crazy. <laughs> All right, Roxy, real quick. Let's get to the last one. All right, number five. Since this is nominally a group related to a nominal sports show, what is your favorite defunct professional sports franchise, major or minor league? Ah. Uh. All right, mine's not really, it, it didn't crush me or anything because I'm not a fan, but I was when I was in college just because it was the local team. The Oneonta Yankees, they used to have a minor league team in oh. Oneonta, which is where I went to school at Hartwood College. Interesting. And that it went defunct, and it, that was sad, even though I'm not a Yankees fan. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was sad to see Oneonta lose a baseball team. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Bridgeport Bluefish. Of course. <laughs> no, that was baseball, right? It was baseball. I don't even think it was minor league, but... Oh, it was independent, right? It was independent, In, in an independent yeah. league, but they were for who? The Colorado Rockies, or...? No, that was the New Haven Ravens, and oh. they were a, an actual minor league Yeah, team. sure, sure. Uh, no, we used to grow up going to see the New Haven Ravens, and then, actually, I think they did get defunct. They then built a stadium in Bridgeport... And that's where the Bluefish played. Ah. And we used to go every summer. And now it's a concert venue, right? It is. Yeah. It's you can yeah, see like it right an amphitheater the train on the or something Metro like that. North. Yeah, it's actually yeah. really cool. I've, I've never been. It does look changed, cool, but, but it's a little sad that uh, it used to be a baseball stadium and now it's not. No, but so. my favorite thing growing up going to the games was watching the trains go by in the outfield yeah. and wishing that they would hit a home run and hit the train. I don't know why <laughs> I thought that would be so cool. Oh my gosh, hit the train, hit the hit train. Hit the train, hit the train. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, Brendan and Jersey, for the Friday Five this week. I know that was a tough act to follow. But you did great. But you did great. That was, you done good. Is that what they say? <laughs> I guess. All right. That's probably on someone's <laughs> list. 
Please don't ever say that again. All right, Roxy, let's get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. And please, a New Year's resolution, New Year's gift, whatever. Don't forget to run over to Apple and iTunes and give us a nice rate and review over there. We really appreciate those. They really mean a lot. And thank you once again, Todd Takei for finally coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. I know a lot of Littles have been waiting a long time for that. We really appreciate it. We had a great time. Absolutely. Hello. I mean, I think we need to start drinking more when we do these interviews because a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's, yeah, anyway. <laughs> and of course, thank you, Sully in Boston, Garrett Schumann, and Michelle Pendleton for our bumpers this episode. All right, Roxy, real quick. New Year's resolution? Uh, Do better. Do better? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Roxy, we did better. We'll, we should, we'll wait till next time to maybe go into this, but we, we nailed New Year's Day. I think we nailed New Year's Eve, too, by the Cobra Kai. Oh, thing. yeah. But oh, yeah. We'll, we'll come back next time. Maybe we'll open with what we did New Year's Day mm-hmm. before I had two shows. Yep. Yeah. We did amazing. it in a matter of just a couple hours. Cliffhanger. All right. Thanks for listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year! Bye. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Heaven knows how I am here with you. Heaven knows where this is leading to
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, jeez, oh man, another little. Oh, yeah.